0: Welcome. You are listening to The Carl Taylor Show. I am your host, Carl Taylor. And this is part two of a two-part series that we did. This is the second part of a presentation that I gave to a group of teenagers. Uh, in particular, this was really all about supporting and sharing my own journey and supporting them and the tips and advice on how they could really uh, take life in, in their in their fists and just take on uh, the world in a far more peaceful way and powerful way. And this part is all about sharing some of the intentions that I set back in May 2019 uh, when I attended a Tony Robbins event. And uh, that was a pretty pivotal moment for me. I've been to many events and I've been to a few of Tony's events. Um, But in particular, in May 2019, I attended Date With Destiny. And uh, it was a pivotal moment in a lot transpired, in the very many months after that event so i shared the intentions i set and the stories that go along with that and ultimately i share some of the goals uh, that i've been sharing and what really goals are about so let's get straight into part two but before we do that if you haven't already listened to part one go back have a listen so you've got a bit more context and then come back and listen to this part two of the series <music> calling all entrepreneurs, small business owners, lifelong learners, and people of earth. I'm calling you to step up into the greatest version of you, a happier you, a healthier you, a more loving you, a you that is truly feeling healthy, fulfilled, and alive. My name is Carl Taylor, and I've been building businesses since I was 15 years old. And the one thing that has always, always stood out to me is that running your own business, no matter how successful or not, will be the best personal development journey you ever ever go on. And so in this show, I share with you some of the most important lessons that I've learned and continue to learn on my journey in the hope that it may help you guide you in yours. You're listening to The Carl Taylor Show. So let me share with you three key stories that in the last 12 months have completely shaped and transformed the way I view life. It's transformed the satisfaction fulfillment that I have outside of all the business stuff, all the money stuff. These three things, If you choose to adopt these stories and implement them in your life at your age, rather than me doing it at my age, I guarantee you that life will transform dramatically from here on in. Life happens for you, not to you. Now, I first heard this probably years ago. And then I heard it again recently, literally 12 months ago, Tony Robbins, I was at a Date With Destiny event, Tony Robbins on stage was, and he just kind of threw it away as a little side comment. Uh, Life happens for you, not to you. And it's really important when you realize that if life starts to throw things at you and you're like, this is not what I want, how do you know? How do you know it's not what you want? Basically, I was at a Tony Robbins event, uh, May, 2019. At That event, I set two key intentions. Intention number one was to have the most passionate, loving, and intimate relationship that I've ever experienced. That was my first intention. And to give you context, I was in a relationship for six and a half years with someone and I was setting this intention with the full expectation that this would be with her. Now, that may be a bit of a spoiler of what's to come. So I set this intention. My second intention was to have the most, um, to have the most close and inspiring relationship with my family always been pretty close to my family, but I really wanted to up it. And these were intentions that I set that by May 2020, I would have these things in my life. These would be what I wanted to attract and build and focus on over the next 12 months. Now, the reason I share this is because this is a perfect example to me where I really started to understand how life happens for you, not to you, even when what life throws at you is not what you were expecting or thinking you wanted. I was in a relationship, been in this relationship for six, six and a half years. And then two months after that date with the event, that relationship came to an end in quite a, um, a fast and kind of unexpected, half expected, half unexpected. I won't go into details. But ultimately, that coming to an end was a huge, huge shock to my system. And I ultimately had to really start to go, this is not what I want. This is, I was expecting to have the most passion. How am I going to have this relationship if I'm no longer in a relationship? And the way that the journey kind of continued for here is I ultimately ended up going from that. Now, 12 months later, I'll give you the, the short cliff note version. I now live in Melbourne, the office that you see me in. I'm now living in Melbourne with the most amazing woman that I've ever met, who is not my previous partner. And had I not gone through not just the separation that happened. But every single event that transpired after that breakup, after that, I just went, you know what, I can't deal from business. I'm going to step away from my business for eight months. I stopped doing anything in my business for eight months and I went to Thailand. This is all before COVID. I went to Thailand. I went to Bali. I just went and traveled and just went to rediscover me. I went and started um, leaning into some of the more spiritual kind of concepts, went and saw a past lives reader. All these things that a previous version of Carl would never even have considered, and I chose to go to a particular relationships workshop. And it was at this relationships workshop in November last year that I had one activity. It was a whole bunch of people, and there was one activity that we—you know—you just found a random partner, and I, I, I found this this one woman, and I connected. And we did this activity together. And she's now the woman that I now, I mean, I can truly say hand on heart that I'm in the most passionate, loving, intimate, exciting relationship I've ever experienced with Liz, who um, I met at that workshop. And had we met even a day before that, had we met even a day before that event, we'd be completely different situation. We probably wouldn't have even considered looking at each other because much still going on in my internal experience and she had her own story things happening and so I share this as an example of how life happens for you I can tell you that at the moment at the time separation was happening I was fighting life I was saying this is not fair this is not what I want life's not giving me what I want how do I go and create I was fighting against what reality was I was saying, I know what's best for me rather than going, Hey, you know what this event, this is here to serve me. Now I didn't need to be attached to it for while, another potential scenario that could have come out of that is the separation was working for me in a way that we would have gone and healed and then come back together and found ourselves again. Like that's another reality that other couples have. The, the rea- what I'm trying to really here is is that no matter what's going on, if you find yourself in a situation where life is, feeling like it's not working. That it's, don't label it. Don't judge it. Just go, this is for me. I know this is serving me. Now, some people, you might believe this from a spiritual, a universal, a destiny point of view, and that's amazing. But if you don't subscribe to that too, you can still believe this exact same story. Why? Because life is just stories. And if you are the narrator of your story, why would you not choose that the event that you're in right now, this dot is going to to another dot. Give me a thumbs up if you've ever looked back on your life and seen, oh, I'm here because of X, Y, and Z, these previous events. Give me a thumbs up if you've ever experienced that. So what you're going through right now or what you may go down through in the future, that's another dot. And that dot is going to connect to another dot somewhere in the future. You don't know where that dot is. If you couldn't have predicted that, that thing would have got you to where you are. So how can you predict that the thing you're in right now won't get you to where you want to be? Maybe you just don't know what that is yet. So that's a really important point, that life happens for you. Are you liking this episode? Then why not leave a short review and hit me up at carltaylor.com, send me a screenshot of your review and I will send you a nice surprise gift. The second empowering story that I want you to really take away and consider installing into your life it's the story that willpower is less than self-love. The drawing would have said willpower and a less than symbol, self-love. And the reason I share this is similarly. I told you that until recently, I didn't really subscribe to feeling like I was someone who had muscles, uh, or fit, or strong, or healthy. I've been a guy. I've, I've always, especially before I hit thirty, in particular, I could eat anything I wanted, didn't put on weight. Uh, it was amazing. And even once I hit 30, okay, I got a little bit squishier, but it was nothing like no one would have ever accused me of being uh, fat, just kind of had genetics. I'm very very lucky in that way. But here's the thing. I never felt healthy. I never felt strong. I never felt really good. And in March, yeah, March 2019, a whole bunch of, of friends and I were sitting around and one guy in particular, we're talking about what is our... What's our Ferrari? What's that thing that you know we'd love to to own? And for me, I'd love to buy an island, right? I'd love to buy an island. That's kind of my Ferrari. So most of us don't want Ferrari. Mine was to buy an island. Another person was to to trek up Machu Picchu. Um, someone else wanted a boat. But then one guy said, "I want to feel sexy in my body." Willpower is less than self love, or um, and self, or you could another way you could say self love is greater than willpower. And so. He said, I want to feel sexy in my body. Now, thankfully, one of our friends is arguably, in my opinion, one of the sexiest men I've ever met. Like, he is built, buff, uh, the nicest dude that you could ever meet. Like, he is incredible. And um, I may have a mini mini man crush on this man. The thing is, he, he said, you know what? I can help you with that because he used to be a personal trainer and he now covers personal training. And so he's like, I could help you with that. And he said that to to our other friend. And all of a sudden, a few of us, myself included, say, hey, I'd be in on that. I wouldn't mind feeling in my body too. What's going on? And so we ended up with a challenge. And we created a challenge to get a, a six pack in three months. Long story short, I got the six pack in three months. At the beginning of the project, I came up with stories. I said, look, I'm not really good at this whole going to the gym thing. What I've found in the past is I just do not have the will to keep showing up to the gym consistently. So I need something that I don't need to maybe exercise every day or something like that. Like I was looking for the magic pill and he, at the time he was really gracious. He's like, yep, yep, no problems. Yep. All good. But then when he sent through the plan, when he sent through the plan to us all of here's what you have to do, here's what you can eat, what you can't eat, here's the exercises, here's what I expect. He goes, some of you talked about not having willpower. It's got nothing to do with willpower and all to do with self-love. If you love yourself, you will do what it takes. That hit me in the face, absolutely hit me in the face. And it was like, ah, now I use that to continue to uh, work. So pretty well almost... Six days a week since march 2019 i've been freaking out um i've been eating no sugar pretty well very few carbs um uh, i'm not necessarily gonna tell you what diet to eat you, you you know if you're doing that stuff go and get your own advice but like i ultimately went through this whole health transformation and uh if my screen wouldn't freak out i would happily show you a before and after photo if you'd like to see a before and after photo i'm sure Brad could, um, we could add it into the facebook group or something. But You can also find me on Facebook, uh, Carl D. Taylor, I think is what my Facebook ID username is. I did post a post with my before and after if you are curious to see that. But ultimately, this story of willpower is not as strong as self-love. It helped in the health side of things, but I've brought that now into other areas of my life. Because think about it. If there's anything that you are like, I really want to do that thing and I know it's good for me, but then you feel you just don't have energy. Give me a thumbs up if you've experienced this. Have you experienced this where you're like, I know this is good for me. I know I want to do it, and then yet you don't seem to do it. So why? Ask yourself if you love yourself. Are you prepared to do what you take? Do what it takes. Is this serving you in self-love? Now, if it doesn't serve you in self-love, and you're not doing it. Then uh, another principle of a great author. If you've never come across her, Byron Katie. I highly recommend you look and learn more about Katie. Huge transformation in my world. Um, she would say, well, if you haven't done it yet, then you weren't meant to do it. You know, you'll, if you were meant to do it by now, you would have already done it. And so that doesn't mean you're not going to do it in the future. Just don't beat yourself up for where you're at right now. Yes. Byron Katie. Exactly. So she, Katie, uh, K A T I E. She goes mostly by Katie, but her first name's actually Byron. She's got an amazing book called loving. What is transform my life? Highly recommend that book. If I know that it's in my self-interest, it's good to love myself, to, to meditate every day. I don't need to have the willpower to do it. I just need to remember that this is to look after me. Or if I know that, you know, eating this thing is going to love me versus eating this thing is not really serving my self-love, I don't need willpower. Like that's the thing. I, today's my cheat day. I'm super excited. After this call, I'm going to eat a crazy ton of chocolate. A crazy ton of chocolate. I go crazy on Saturdays because that's my cheat day or flex day. But every other day, I am not touching any sugar. I'm not touching anything deliciously sweet. Uh, I find other things to do. And you know what? I don't find it hard at all because I always know that Saturday's coming up and I know that with my self-love that ultimately I'm looking after myself and I've still got that one day that I can go crazy with what it is. So that was point two. Uh, The story there that willpower is greater and uh, is is less than self-love. Self-love will always trump willpower. So if you're struggling to find the willpower, see if it actually loves yourself and it's worth doing. Third story. And I'm going to wrap this up uh, so we can be on time for you guys. The third story I want to write down is goals are about the journey, not about the destination. Let me say that again. Your goals are about the journey. It's not about the destination. I'm going to give you another uh, example from my life in the last 12 months where this, like I've heard this before. Give me a thumbs up if you've heard something like this before. You've heard someone say like, it's all about the journey. Don't worry about the goal. Yeah, I've heard it before. It didn't sink in, didn't sink in until this particular instance. So when my separation happened, I did what I always do on a high fact find. I like to do research and go down rabbit holes online. And so of course I went and bought a whole bunch of get your ex back courses online. I bought a whole bunch of, and um, my thought was like, okay, well I'm going to try and get my ex back. Just that's what I was, I was, I was fixated on that idea. Um, and I consumed all this content and I learned about how I need to be better. And then after all those courses, uh, I eventually got to a point like, all right, I hadn't spoken to my my ex in a while, and we we're gonna we we're gonna have a meet up. We we're gonna sit down and meet up, and I was like, okay, this is the moment. This is that point where all of a sudden she's going to realize she's made a mistake, and we're going to get back together. That was the fixation of my goal, and so I prepared. I meditated daily, but at this point I hadn't really meditated that regularly. I started meditating daily. I was. Really conscious of uh, my thoughts and what was going on in my my head, I was really mindful of controlling and shaping the story of who I wanted to be when I showed up at that meeting. And I had all these people telling me, "Don't go! What are you doing? Like, don't! Why would you bother meeting up with her? Like, what's the point?" All these people telling me, "Don't do it! You're an idiot! Don't!" And I ultimately decided to go. No, you know what? And I, I went through various journeys. I still was very attached, but eventually about five days before we were going to meet up. Five days before we were going to meet up and have this meeting. I was still just meditating daily, really working on myself, reading really great books, getting myself into the be the best person version of me that I could be to show up at this meeting. And I ultimately got to the point where I was like, okay, I actually don't care what happens at this meeting. I really don't. I just want to be able to show up and know that I've continued to be the best version of me because I started to realize... The three weeks leading up to that, that I had done all that work, I was a different person. I couldn't even remember how old me used to think. I seriously cannot remember. And so when I got to that meeting, I was the most present I think I'd ever, ever in my entire relationship with her shown up. Because during those three weeks where I continued to work, I ultimately Found a level of depth and presence in myself that I didn't know how to access. And so, while my initial intention, the goal was to get my ex back, that was why the meeting was set, that's why I was doing all this work. What ultimately, when I showed up, and okay, my, the goal didn't go the way that I expected it, it you know, we didn't end up coming back together. And I'm so grateful for that now because I would never have then met the amazing woman that I have in my life today I wouldn't be seeing you with this background. Like everything here would not be happening. In fact, Brent and I really connected uh, not long after my my separation. We reconnected not long after. So there's a high chance I literally wouldn't be here on this call with you uh, had it not been for all of that. And I'm so grateful. And it really drove home the power to me, the actual Real meaning of that story that it's not about, like, if you want a million dollars, if that's a goal you want, you want a million dollars, go for it. But then, as soon as you start going, here's what I need to do to get a million dollars, detach from whether you actually get the million dollars. Pursue it feeling like you want it, but don't be so attached to it because you know what's going to happen if you are attached to wanting that million dollars, you fall short or you don't get there, or there's a specific time frame you add to that. That's where your suffering is going to come from. That's when you're going to start feeling sad, disappointed, frustrated, not good enough. You're going to compare yourself to others. Oh, well, others got there sooner or others got that point and I didn't. But that only comes from an attachment to the outcome. Set the goal. Go for the goal. I'm a big believer in goals. But what I've learned now is that once I set that goal, I don't need to be so like, that must happen. Because when I do that, I don't allow the beautiful journey of life that may actually be better going back to story one, that life is happening for me, not to me. So, Those are the key three stories. If we're going to summarize them again, story number one, life happens for you, not to you. Truly, if you can take this story, embody it and bring it into your life, you will have an incredibly beautiful life. Just that one alone. You then build on that compound and you realize that it's all to do with self-love and willpower is not necessary. When there's something you want to do that you know is good for you, don't worry about whether you've got the willpower. Ask yourself whether this is serving you and if you love yourself, you'll do what it takes. Are you prepared to do what it takes on this thing? Don't worry if you've got the willpower or not just ask yourself if you love yourself and then the third is set goals create goals and just remember them. that it's all about the journey relax into the journey on the way there and be welcome to know that you know that island that thing you were aiming for maybe there's a better one along the way that you haven't realized or maybe you'll get there it'll just take you a bit longer because there's other things to do i financially retired at 31 which was amazing I originally set the goal I was going to financially retire at 26. If I'd been so attached to 26 being my goal, I would be devastated. But I'm thrilled to be 34 now and to have the passive income and the things that I have in their 60s and 70s and 80s that would kill to live the life that I've lived. And I'm so aware of that. So, uh, I really want to kind of wrap that up. I guess, Brent, uh, if you want to take over, thank you all for being such a great audience.
1: Can we unmute everyone in one go, Shana, so everyone can give a big round of applause. Job, <laughs> so, well so great. Yeah, awesome. oh, Engaged because there were so many wonderful tidbits right throughout that. Um, what we might do is uh, let's do a catch a thought. What was something that stood out for you from Carl's talk? There's probably a lot of different things. Um, so let's go with Elsie.
2: Um, hello, and thank you for that. That was really good. The one thing I really liked a lot was the first story about... Oh, well, not the first one. You told the one about school. But life happens for you, not to you. I really liked that one. That was my main kind of takeaway. And I just had one question. Can I ask that? Go for it. Um, it's not super relevant, but what, what was your first company or whatever you started when you were 15?
0: Uh, it was an online costume shop. This is before people were really buying things online, so it was I was way ahead, ahead of my time. Uh, online costume shop, that failed miserably, so it turned into a web hosting, web design company. Cool.
3: Yeah, thank you. Let's give it some love. Bailey. I really like willpower is like less than self-love because like I've always found that if I want to do something, then it's like um because... I have to be like really focused on that. But if I just want to do it, then it's just like so much easier. Like you want that for yourself and you love yourself. So like, yeah, it's like important
2: for yourself. So thank you for that.
4: Awesome. Let's give it some love. What Jordan? What a good talk. Oh my God. My brain is like imploding. Just <laughs> thinking about everything I just learned. Um, I think the highlight for me was just that last little bit you said about not being sp- so rigidly attached to the outcome of a goal because looking back on like why my goals don't work or like why my mindset is so stifling for me like I'll write something down just on a whim and then I'll figure out later like oh I don't really want to do that and then my inner monologue is like no Jordan you wrote it down you're gonna do it like why why am I committing to that if it's not even what I want and there's so many better things for me and isn't just that process of becoming more self-aware and developing yourself better than saying, like, oh, I achieved that thing I wrote down six years ago. Nice. It's just, yeah, it's a totally different way of looking at it and such a revelation for me. So thank you. Awesome. Let's give it some love.
0: Love that. And
4: I love your shirt sure too, Jordan. looks amazing.
1: Thank you. <laughs> um, Griffin. And then we'll go Jade and then Elsie Uh Evie. Sorry, Evie and then Meg. Go for it, Griffin. Hi. Uh, I really enjoyed the following with what Bailey said, the willpower is not as good as having self-love for completing your goals because that's a completely different perspective than what I had about goals and I found that really interesting to hear. So, yeah, thank you. Beautiful. Let's give some love. I think next was Evie.
2: That was just an amazing talk. I've had just like... So many epiphanies in a row, and I just don't even know what's just happened. But um, mainly, one of the things that I took out of it was um, with the point of life happens for you, not to you, that little things that might be happening at the moment will connect to things in the future and then will make you grateful for maybe things that you have a negative look on now will connect to things in the future that are like really good for you and that would never have happened unless this thing happened like that made a lot of sense to me that kind of shook but um also another thing with the last point is that kind of just being grateful for how the process might change your original goal like with the journey being more important whatever but like how even if you don't get that goal you can be grateful for the changes that happen and then it doesn't like i don't know i don't even know just (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, i get it it's amazing yeah I, yeah
1: love that Thank awesome you let's give some love big meg Hi. and jade and i are georgia and blade yeah that was amazing
3: um my favorite thing was probably the life happens for you um because i found a lot of the like a lot of my life I've always been tried to be really controlling where i want to go like with the direction and things that happen to me but i found like in the last probably like six even like 12 months I've really just kind of like let things happen for me and just taking on like things that just come up and um really just your talk just then really like reaffirmed to me how like life happens and some of the greatest things that's happened in my life has literally just been because I've just let things happen and even like I'm in the middle of deciding on a really big step of moving into state again for an opportunity that's really exciting and just having your talk right now I'm just like well yeah like I'm making the right decision Whether what happens, I don't know, but it's really cool like having how life just throws things in the way but just letting it happen and, yeah, I just really love that and it's really just transformed a lot for me and just your talk's really reaffirmed that power. And Yeah.
1: Beautiful. I love that. Some love. Okay, so let's hear from Georgia and Jay. I'll get you, Jay. I loved um, Don't Fight
3: Reality and Try Not to Label It or Judge It. That's something I struggle with a lot. Um, I do have a question though and it's in terms of story of incident versus identity Um, a lot of my story is incident based how do i develop my identity as a person
0: that's an amazing question um
3: if you can answer
0: (laughs) oh no i I totally i totally can i'm just uh, in my head i'm like i can answer it or i can um i mean you've already have you already have some identity stories so how did you form those? Through incident? What what internally went on in your mind that made you then decide that you are this or I am that? Uh, trauma. Okay. So I'm just and wondering that would be...
3: uh, how can I build an identity now outside of things that have happened to me
2: in the past?
0: Mm. So first up, you could look – uh, these are some options you could look at. Uh, for me, uh, I've uh, actually – Brent, can I make, can I do something somehow to, can we get a copy, a digital copy of my book, Red Means Go to everyone who's here? Can we make that happen after this event?
1: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um,
0: so Red Means Go is a book I wrote 10 years ago. I've got a new book becoming bulletproof coming out. Hopefully at the end of this month, we'll see how well I get that done. Um, Red Means Go is a lot that would probably help you. Uh, in particular, it was about, cause that was back when I was reshaping my identity. And it was about, affirmations, I am statements. I'm sure you'll get more over the coming days of this weekend, but it's really about figuring out who do you want to be? You can be whoever you want to be, right? Just like Superman, he is Superman and he created the persona of Clark Kent. You are already Superwoman, Superman, whatever your identity is. That's already there internally. You've probably just forgotten that because you've covered it up with all these stories of, and you've forgotten who you truly, really are. And all you need to now do is decide which of the stories you tell yourself serve you and you want to hold on to and which are the ones that you're now ready to let go of and move on from and find the empowering because just like being bullied as a kid for me that was traumatic at the time and it was horrible i probably wouldn't be financially retired at 31 without it i'm actually grateful that that happened with enough time and perspective so there is so much good going to come from these traumatic events that you've labeled traumatic that you just don't see yet maybe what those goods are so start looking for that. Start looking for the power that has come from these things. And then decide who you want to be. Write those labels and just start telling yourself. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself I love you. Make eye contact with yourself in the mirror. I love you. I love you. I love you. I am strong. I am confident. I am whatever you now want to take on. Uh, be mindful of the language you use when you're talking to others and when you're talking to yourself. That's probably the quickest summary I can give you. But yeah, we'll make Red Means Go would probably be a book for you.
1: Excellent. Well, thanks for sharing. Let's give you some love.
5: I will go with Blade and then Jay uh, and then Phoebe. Just got to say, wow, that was awesome. Um, But with my, like what I picked up from this was a lot of things about like, you are your narrator. um, Like, because I've been stuck in a lot of parts of my, I see my life just standing still at the time. um, But realizing that life happens for you, not to you. And Really, you get to choose the path you you take, in a sense. Um, really changed my perspective on what I actually do now. But also the point about the goals just being about the journey, not really about the actual destination. It helps me because I am one to set goals, but then not really achieve on those goals. So looking at it that way, that it might be just a journey, getting to that goal might actually be the difference it makes. So... Yeah. Awesome. Let's give him some love. I love that. Thank you.
1: So two more. I might I know there's a lot of hands going up, but mindful of time. Two more. So let's hear from Jay and then Phoebe.
3: Yeah, wow, that was powerful. Hey. The one that I really took on was the incident and the identity. So like I've gone through so everyone has, but I've done in the past couple of years like a major thing in my life and it was such an incident for me and I look at Jay before that and Jay after that and they're two different people and I guess with that identity shift, like I literally go in between, oh, I believe this and I believe this and, you know, it's just the fact that and you you brought it, you know, to back to my intention again that we do get to program that and, hey, why not take that and then choose a, a story that serves you from out of that. Um, so I think that's definitely something that, we can all focus on is like hey well yeah we might have this whole span of our identity but which ones do we actually want to keep
0: great share thank you i think it's worth uh, pointing out to everyone like you're going to make a story no matter what so why not consciously choose what that story is whether you're conscious of it or not every incident you're going to create a story so you know why not choose one that you like rather than just let mine will just give you some random story you can come up with something better
1: awesome awesome and final share to phoebe
3: yeah thank you so much for that like i really resonated with pretty much every single thing you said i really really enjoyed it um and i think one of the things that stood up the most for me even though like i literally wrote down everything you said (laughs) um was about like the willpower being less than self-love i'm the person that said at the beginning like i'm really driven and i am and like I have a lot of willpower and I'm really, really driven. But I think it wasn't until you kind of talked about it that I realized I don't have like the self-love to back me on all of that. And that whole goal section that you talked about was really powerful and I really enjoyed it. So thank you so much.
1: Awesome. You're
0: very welcome.
1: Give us some love. So my best thing, well, there was a lot of things. So I don't want necessarily label my best thing, but the thing that I'd like to highlight uh, is just your commentary around story and what separates us from animals. Just that, like, you know, he's saying we, we go on a plane and put on a belt because there was a story that was told to us to say to do that. And I never thought about it in those simple terms. I just really loved I loved the framing of a lot of the things you did. Um, you know, Carl, my bit of gratitude to you now is uh, a lot of the people that are on this event were aware of a lot of the speakers but probably didn't know too much about you. And I knew that you would be a big surprise to everyone. Um, and I could just see in the chats and some people personal messaging me, um, clearly you had a great impact. So I wanna thank you on behalf of everyone uh, for giving up your time uh, on Saturday. I always say that time is a most valuable commodity. So I have utmost respect for you, my friend, for giving up your time um, to share such wonderful, uh, wonderful lessons uh, to everyone. So um, let's everyone give him a big round of applause. That no, sounds quiet, Carl, but there's a hundred people clapping right now. <laughs> <There's>
0: <laughs> I can hear it. I can hear, yeah, it hear it in my mind.
1: Yeah, yeah. The story, oh, I I, the
0: story I'm telling myself, there's a huge stadium of claps and <laughs> cheers.
1: <laughs> Carl, I have asked, uh, I'm going to ask every speaker if you could indulge us and if you could get your phone and take a selfie with everyone in it. I just want to get every speaker with a selfie of themselves in there. If you could do that now, everyone's going to give a bit of a wave. Would be awesome. Right.
0: And you may have to skip right. through a few pages. I may have to get a bit one, closer to the uh, the screen. Terrific.
1: Thanks so much, Carl. You're a legend. Super appreciate it. And thank you for your offer of your book. I think Ishan is going to get in touch with you to get it. And we will put it for everyone. Just so you know, we will post that on the um, the virtual summit Facebook page
0: you've been listening to the Carl taylor show and i'm so grateful that you're here right now now if you've liked this episode and would like to hear more from me then there's two simple actions to take right now step one click subscribe on whatever device you're listening to this on right now so that you can get notified about future episodes so go on do it right now find that subscribe button and click it Step two, now that you've done that, is visit me over at carltaylor.com. On the website there, you'll be able to find the show notes from today's episode, as well as all the previous episodes, plus details on how to get copies of my books, details on how to get in contact with me, and so much more. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart that I'm so grateful that you are here. It's an absolute honor to be a part of your journey. And Until next time, just be happy, be healthy, be fulfilled, but most importantly, be awesome.